And welcome to The Rundown with Ramon. My name is Ramon Ray. You can get to know me better at RamonRay.com. And this is The Rundown with Ramon with my newfound friend and who will be your friend too in a few minutes, Lisa Ely, who's an expert on HR, helping companies hire and helping individuals as well uh, get into their best careers. Lisa, how are you today? Thanks for taking the time to join us on The Rundown with Ramon. And I hope you are blessed and doing fantastic. I am. And let me say this. I'm doing amazing today because it's another day that I get to do the amazing work with the clients that I get to work with. That is such a blessing and a joy. And I get to impact people's lives. So I'm delighted to be here and thank you for the invitation. Oh, you're so welcome. So let's jump right into it. Tell us about the companies that you own uh, and who you serve, just to give people a level set of who Lisa Ely is professionally. And then I'd love to step back just a little bit and to know what brought you here. And then we'll come back and talk about uh, the details of HR, if I haven't confused you, because I may have confused myself, but we'll get there. So Lisa, talk to us about what you do today, what the companies are. Feel free to give us that little bio. Got it, got it. So um, really quick. Um, I'm Lisa Ely, and um, I've been gifted to do two amazing things. So I help small businesses and nonprofits and government-related agencies to build, grow, and scale their teams, which includes hiring. But it's not just employees, it's contractors, it's interns. Um, and employees, and also to do something we call boomerang, right, which is bringing people back. And through that work, I also help individuals to find those amazing opportunities as well. And it becomes really a match, I'm going to say, made in heaven um, as well. So those are the two things that we do um, at Purple Squirrel Group, which is our parent company. And the two arms that we do these things under is HR for Profit and Dare to Dream Careers. I love it. By the curious, why HR for profit? Is that like play on words? Is that a conundrum? Is that a poem? Help me understand, unpack what that means. I'm curious. It seems like there's some meaning yeah. to that. What does that mean to you? It's all those things and more. So <laughs> um, it really comes from my background. So I, I came to the space in corporate of HR with an undergraduate accounting degree and an MBA in finance. And so that's an interesting uh marriage in HR to have someone with that financial background. So for me, um, leading HR teams for some major corporations, um, I always looked at things based on profitability mm -hmm. and that we never wanted to build teams, offload teams or whatever we were doing with teams, because at the end, it's all about the people without considering how it impacts the profit. And so this is work that I've been doing before I even came up with an, the name HR for Profit, just simply because profit matters in business and even in nonprofits uh, and people matter. And we're pulling those things together. Which is the way it should be, right? I mean, any, any mature business owner like you and I are knows that it has to be profitable. But I think sometimes maybe we forget that to some degree. Uh, and then on the career side, uh, tell us what that's all about, because those are two, they can be opposite sides of the spectrum, right? It's like when you're buying a car, I want the cheapest price and I want the most. I want you to give me the gold-plated muffler for $2 and you want to sell me the gold-plated muffler for $4,000. So... Tell right. us a bit about the career side. <laughs> right, right. So it's kind of like this. I'm going to use an interesting analogy. Okay. 
Um, so if I were selling you a Mercedes mm -hmm. and I said, I have a Mercedes that's $40,000, it's used. And I have another Mercedes that's $5,000, it's used. You're going to think automatically, right, that there is something wrong with the $4,000 Mercedes. And well, it's so a bit older. What, or, right? You know, exactly. something. Mm -hmm. Right? So this is what we talk to our clients about, and thus the purple squirrel, because purple squirrels don't really exist, right? So if you're in Vegas, it's called a whale, right? Now, whales do exist in, in Las Vegas, sure. and they get treated really well. So we help our clients to determine what is the purple squirrel characteristics that they will build in the brown squirrel that they hire. But you pay for what you get. So you can get the $50,000 or you can get the $5,000. But at the end of the day, you do pay for what you get. I love it. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> so let's go back a bit and help me understand what brought you to this place. And maybe there's different milestones. Maybe you woke up and just at the age of... 13 years old, you were an HR specialist. I don't know. Help us understand that journey of what brought Lisa to the place she is today. Wow. So I, too, have a story that I sold Girl Scout cookies. Okay. So um, I was in the Girl Scouts, and it was really the way to uh, win a trip to go to summer camp. Mm -hmm. And I was very competitive as a little girl. And I wanted to win the trip. And I did. I was one of four Girl Scouts to win the trip. And I think that was the first time like I really realized that like you could sell something, right? Make an offer that someone wants. And I had a desired outcome and I reached it, right? Because I made offers. Um, so that was really where it started. Then in high school, fast forward. Um, I actually sold shoes at the Ritzy Mall where Saks Fifth Avenue was. And part-time high school, I'm a 17-year-old, I'm a and I made more than all of the full-time associates simply because I knew that everyone that walked in the door could potentially buy a pair of shoes, mm. right? Um, and a simple methodology that I used that was a winner. Wow. Well, and so, and so you knew your goal was they're walking in. It's, it's up to me. I'm assuming if I'm wrong here, let me know, but I'm guessing Lisa, young Lisa was saying, it's my job. It's my problem to get them to buy a pair of shoes. Meaning it's not their problem. It's my problem. That's one thing I'm picking up. It seems like you would probably be thinking. Right, right. So I'm offering them a solution. So I'll give an example. I'm still kind of snooty when it comes mm -hmm. to buying shoes so recently my husband and i i typically buy a couple new pair of tennis shoes for my birthday my birthday okay. was in june and uh literally we went into a, a a sporting goods store and i showed the sales associate the shoe they went to the back they did not have the shoe in my size and you know what he did he didn't come out with anything so guess what you come out with nothing i can't buy anything so I literally coached this young man on the spot. And I said, you have some shoes that look like this one. Bring those out because then I can choose, right? Because who walks around, like now they have like a like 2,000, like I'm gonna say 100,000 pair of shoes at the store now, right? Um, and even some that aren't even out um, as well. So at the end of the day, it is you are making an offer to someone. Sometimes that's as similar to what it is that they want. And 
the services that um, our clients provide, right? I love it. I love it. That's powerful. Lisa, so let's jump into the, what you're doing today. Let's split these worlds in half and feel free to take this discussion where you want. Let's talk uh, to the business owner that's hiring employees. What's the magic sauce? What are you doing with them? What questions should they be asking you, Lisa? What questions are you asking them? I, I assume, let me know for level setting here. I have a company. We're making a product or service. I need humans notwithstanding chat GPT and AI. I need humans <laughs> to run that company, do something in that business. And I need, I'm not going to get all A players. And again, you stop me, correct me anytime. I'm just setting the stage here. I need some, I need some, at least good people. Some people are going to rise and be all stars. Some people are going to be all right. I'm going to keep them for a while. Or some people may just go below the line. I have to let them go eventually, but I need good people need to run my company. Lisa, what happens? What, 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 what's, what do you, what do you walk us through some scenarios here? Yeah, so I'm going to tell you the first scenario really is um, the first part of it is, you know, an organization, leadership, CEO of a small business or larger business needs to understand how they make money and how they lose money. Those are two critical kind of like anchors. And then the second part of that is being very clear on your mission and your values, right? So why does the organization even exist, right? Why did you slap this name, you know, file all the paperwork, all the things, right? Get a bank account, all the things that businesses small and large do, right? And making sure that you have clarity on that. Then we overlay that with our uh, 4C framework which is literally walks through connection, clarification, culture, and compliance. And so really understanding how are they operating those business under those four areas. And then for good measure, depending on the organization, we add a fifth one, which is creativity, which is also innovation. And that's where things like ChatGPT comes from. And how do you use that creatively in your organization because we've got to be constantly innovating. So hopefully, does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. And I'm curious, let's dive a bit deeper talking about the hiring side of it. So I have a car dealership in uh, Virginia. We need three people for our sales team, three people for our service team, three people for our front desk, three people for whatever. I get it, Lisa, that I need it for the executive team, all the fancy stuff you just said. I get it. But I just need a body to sit in the front seat and smile and greet people. Do I have to have all that just for that role, Lisa? So the biggest and the most important thing I'm gonna tell you is values. The values must be in alignment. And I'll, and I'll give you an example. I love the example with the car, right? So again, why does this dealership exist? So are they selling new cars? Are they selling used cars? Okay, we're selling right? uh, used and new. Bulk of them are used cars. Got it. So that's probably a different level of and type of clientele that is uh, investing and in purchasing that that type of car. And where do they sit in the marketplace as well? And what are their values? Are they really are they trying to push the the fifty thousand dollar Mercedes or the five thousand dollar Mercedes? Right. So the values question is probably the one of the most important things because you can't train values. You can train compliance, 
um, values align with culture. And if a person just doesn't have it, it is the hardest rock to push up the hill. So that piece is almost, it's, it's a showstopper. I believe you could take someone with the right values and you can turn them into the best salesperson that will kill selling a $4,000 Mercedes or a $50,000 Mercedes as long as their values are aligned, um, if that makes sense. You fro we froze a little bit there, but continue. You said they would kill selling a $4,000 Mercedes. Continue from there. You can start that sentence again. Yeah. Um, they would kill sales selling a $4,000 Mercedes or the $50,000 Mercedes. And as long as the values are there, you can train up a person to operate at whatever level you need for your organization. The biggest issues we find in businesses of all sizes is a mismatch of values. Mm. Well, I'm clipping that mismatch of values. I love this. So is that then is that come to what your role is, Lisa? If somebody just wants three bodies, five bodies, I'm sure Lisa Inc. Um, can take care of it, you know, but is that where you shine and what the companies that working with you want? We have a company that has values and all the things you just said. Every person we hire, we need to get as close as we can to finding that perfect match. Am I restating what I'm hearing in this conversation? Yes, you got it. You hit the nail on the head. Let me tell you why. So recently we worked with a client and uh, most individuals are used to, oh, I'm going to interview, you know, three, four, five, maybe six, maybe even more. But that to me is a waste of your time. If we're doing our job right, we're going to, you're going to interview one person mm -hmm. and they're the person maybe two, right? But if they're the right person, they're it. There is no comparison. And when that happens, like the, like literally, it's like magic. It is like magic. Because we've done our job in understanding how the organization makes and loses money, what their mission and values are, and what are the key critical skills that they need this person to have, right? and also an alignment of values. And it works because when the values are there, if the person is a little short on some skills, mm -hmm. they're gonna be willing to do what it takes to close the gap and make an impact and a difference in the business immediately. I love it. I wanna to get to the career uh, part as well, but feel free yeah. to, to if, I, if I didn't ask something that you wanted to mention on this side, feel free. But um, switching gears totally a little bit here, but talk to us about the um, online platforms, the Indeeds, Upworks, all these platforms. Are, are they competing with what yourself and other HR professionals do? Do they work in complement with you? Are they your tools that you use? It just came to mind. Talk to us about these marketplaces of talent. Yeah. Where does I, that fit in? If I could be honest with you, yeah. um, if I only had one tool that I would re recommend a job searcher, a dream career searcher were um, using, it would be LinkedIn. I agree. Right? And, and before we go on, I meant more so the company hiring, just this, just to, in case you okay. changed your point of view. Uh, the company hiring. I'm hiring people. Sorry, that's that, just to clarify I, that. I'm going to say... I'm gonna say the same thing. Same one, okay. It would be LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, and that you know, unless and if you're gonna use a secondary site other than sure. your own site, then if you're in tech, 
then you want to use some tech sites. If you're in HR, you want to use Sherm, right? So there may be some specialty sites sure. that you select, but I'm going to tell you, you can win with just LinkedIn. That on both sides, <laughs> looking for talent and also talent looking for opportunities. Like you really don't have to go to a lot of places. And if you were to go anywhere else, you literally can just improve your SEO presence from your website so that your position, uh, a person can Google it or Bing it or whatever, right? Um, yeah, at the absolutely. end of the day. So um, I like Bing is coming back. You can Bing it yeah, too. <laughs> you can Bing it too, and you can Google it and all those things. So I would, I, I'm just gonna tell you LinkedIn, and this is this is what I wanna say about LinkedIn. If there's a replacement coming for LinkedIn, right? I don't know, but I'm saying we're operating and living in a world where we see some new social media platforms emerging. Um, we see less use of certain platforms that were, you know, like Clubhouse over the last three years was really, really big. It's not as prominent now. So who's who? I mean, we don't know, but I'm sure that there is someone out there right now um, that is uh, has a target on mm -hmm. LinkedIn. But when it comes out, this is this is like advice from someone who knows. Be an early adapter. Because LinkedIn really does is is prime for competition. Yeah, I agree. I love it. I love it. Alisa, one more time, give us your website. Give us the name of your company. Tell us, remind us how we can reach you. And then I want to get some tips and advice from you on those looking for jobs, those looking for employment opportunities, sure. those in yeah. their business right now, the quiet quitting, quiet this, quiet that. I want to yeah. talk about all that. But one more time, remind us who you are, how to reach you. Uh, repeat yeah. that again, please. So I'm Lisa Ely. Um, I am uh, your HR profit strategist and your career confidence coach. And you can reach me at hrforprofit.com. And there you can connect to all the things, all the websites, all the links, all that stuff, and some really cool freebies as well. I love it. I love it. So let's talk on the, on the uh, hiring side, the career side. Again, I have a feeling that you and I could talk about this for six hours hours but let me set up another scenario for you and feel free to adjust it as you wish you know i'm just just have some fun here so uh, talk to mary mary works in a company right now she's been there five years it's i it's okay you know she, she could be paid a bit more not perfectly happy kind of bored maybe unfulfilled i don't know add in whatever other negatives you want what does Mary do? Which, what's your advice to a Mary? Does she look for a job? Does she try to stay where she is and go up? And, and feel free to add more parameters. You know, you're, we're just talking here, but talk to Mary sure. who's working with the company. What, what, what do you yeah, tell Yeah, so if Mary's working with a company, you know, I'm going to tell you, it, it starts with whatever you want to call it. Some people call it an individual development plan, an executive development plan, a mm -hmm. professional development plan. So the first thing I'm going to say is, hey, Mary, do you have a personal professional development plan? Mm -hmm. And are you now where you thought you'd be five years ago? Right? Um, and so he's going to say yes or no. And then that is typically where we start because we've got to know where you want to go and grow before we can create a path and a roadmap and get you on the journey that allows you to get there. Um, more times I will say than not right now, what I see 
in the workplace. Um, and I'm going to speak to um, women of color and black women um, or African-American women um, in particular, is that we have been targeted, right? And so I'm going to say, I said this. So we now have someone who is identified as multiracial, African-American, black, woman of color, um, in the vice presidency in these United States. Mm -hmm. So we are a threat. Mm -hmm. So women out there, if you didn't know, you are a threat to leadership, right? And leadership positions. And so as a result of that, we have been displaced. We have been um, pushed out. We have been um, not allowed to grow um, and thrive, maybe as in five years ago, six years ago, uh, from that standpoint. And so what I am seeing now is I am seeing many more women of color in particular having issues growing their careers, mm -hmm. right? And so some of that, and maybe Mary is facing that. Everything was fine. It was going great. And then something happened and suddenly you, it's all stop um, uh, from that standpoint. But this is why um, career counselors and coaches exist and strategists uh, as well as mentorship. And I know you can relate to this. Your mentor cannot always be someone who um, does the job for free. Sometimes you have to be willing to make an investment in mentorship. Um, uh, whether it's for your business or for your career. And so think about um, where you want to go or grow. And I'm going to say even for values, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a plug in for this mm -hmm. because recently, um, since we're kind of, we outside now, right? Um, at, after the end of COVID, all these mm -hmm. events and activities are happening. And it is a time for the business owner and the career professional to take a look at and reevaluate your values mm -hmm. and is what you're doing in your business, the way you're doing it and in your professional career. Are you able to spend as much time with those you love and hope near and dear um, and have your values changed and how can you then change the organization um, of of the way you operate in your life uh, from that standpoint. So that's what that's where I would start I with it. Mary. Um, and I would start with um, a president, CEO, a solopreneur even as well to say, let's, let's talk about the values. I love it, I love it. Okay, let's then talk about Anthony. Anthony, Anthony, you there, Anthony? Yeah, Anthony's still there. So Anthony, Anthony, <laughs> so Anthony is not been employed uh, and again, you can feel free to add scenario that we can take this wherever, of course, but just to, you know, sure, again, yeah, yeah. curious what you say. Those who are looking for a job is Anthony. He wants, I don't know, 60K a year, 80K a year, maybe a little less, a little more. But what do you tell Anthony? He's frustrated. He's he's Ramon. I filled out all the resumes, Ramon. Maybe he's saying nobody's called me back. Uh, I don't know. Feel free to add more to it. But just what do you tell that person looking for that good job? Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I talked to Anthony yesterday, in fact. <laughs> I, I talked he to called Anthony. you. He knocked on your he door. He called me, right? Um, we helped Anthony. Okay. And Anthony is doing well, but Anthony wants to do better. Mm. Anthony has applied for 100 jobs. And Anthony is looking for a needle in the haystack, right? And so, yes, Anthony has received some offers. They're not exactly what he wants. 
they're not the type of job, the type of organization, or even the salary and the circumstances. Anthony wants to work in a, hy in a hybrid environment mm -hmm. like many individuals do today. So this is what I share with Anthony. It's a positive thing. There's nothing wrong with Anthony's resume, right? Okay. Anthony's resume is doing the job it's supposed to do. It's attracting um, individuals who are interested in hiring Anthony, but it's not giving Anthony what he wants or desires in his career because a strategy is not simply applying for random jobs and expecting that miraculously this is going to turn into what you want, right, without doing the research. So we call it a stacked approach. So this is an inside secret, but I'm going to give it away just to your audience, right? And the stacked approach is this. You must be networking. You must also research organizations. And in fact, this is a multi-level marketing tactic. It's called a Dream 100. And we have our clients create a Dream 100, right? It's 50 of the organizations that you want to work with that align with your values and the mission and vision you have for your life. And also 50 individuals um, that are in and doing amazing things in their career or have retired from doing amazing things in their career. And then they're, you, they're networked as well. I just want to underline that because they are networked. Yes, absolutely. And that's where you begin. But it has to be more than just, I'm going to say, applying and praying is not a strategy. That is powerful. And what I'm hearing you say, though, in the same way that the best companies, even if they're hiring 10,000 or 10 people, they're looking for the best people, needle in the haystack, working with leases of the world, right, to ensure they have the best that they can, whether it's Chick-fil-A or Ernst & Young. Stop me anytime if I'm wrong, but I see you're not. In the same way, the individual looking must do the same thing. Am exactly. I, that's kind of a, a double-sided. Am I right with what I'm hearing? You're absolutely right. But let me say this. So this method works whether you're hiring an intern for the summer, you're hiring a freelancer, a contractor, a part-time employee, or a full-time employee, right? It works for all of those things. And you should be using this method for those other types of hires as well because they're all part of our team. They're all impacting uh, our values, our mission, and more importantly, our profitability. I love it, Lisa. Wow, that is powerful. That is powerful. Um, what questions have I, have, I, have I not asked you, Lisa? I'm sure I have not asked you 497, but if you could just limit it to one or two. What questions have I not asked you that you said, Ramon, I really want to touch on this uh, before we end. And this has just been a great discussion talking about Lisa Ely here, uh, who helps people with their careers uh, and who definitely helps people also, helps companies who are looking to hire. And I love how you talked about values. You talked about alignment um, and that you, you, you focused on profit, which I think has been powerful. What else haven't I, have we not yeah. touched on that's important, Lisa? That's a great question. You've touched on some really, really great things, but I want to talk a little bit about innovation Please. because, you know, chat GPT is like a thing and it's like such, and, but you know, we know AI has been here, right? Like it's not new. It's just suddenly we're talking about it, but this is the thing. When you talk about innovating in this space related to people, 
I'm going to give you three things, like three insider secrets that your audience can use like right now. So if you have a team, ask them what they want, right? Ask them what they want. Run the numbers. Can it happen? Can you do it? Right. Is it possible? Um, Number two, um, think about making sure every role and responsibility and also how you pay your team is directly related to profitability and and create incentives. And then the final thing is be innovative with time. So we've heard of organizations with unlimited leave, um, unlimited flexibility, four day work weeks. You know, I attended a TED talk a few weeks ago um, and they even said stepping down from a five day work week to a four day to a three day work week. And so figuring out if the person works three days and they work longer, can it work if they're offshore or other things? So be willing to be innovative in how you operate your team and really watch productivity increase because your team's gonna tell you what they want. Yeah, you're right. If you don't ask, I mean, that goes for, that's like a relationship, right? That goes for my own marriage. Honey, what am I doing wrong? What can I do better? <laughs> They'll let you know. Lisa, one more time. And I do this, Lisa, because people are forgetful. People don't write things down. They don't want to go backwards. One more time, tell us, Lisa, how best to reach you and feel free uh, to anything else you want to share with the rundown with her own audience. Sure, absolutely. So I'm Lisa Ely. Again, I'm your HR Profit Strategist. It's all about team and your career confidence coach. You can reach me at hrforprofit.com and get some cool freebies there. Connect, chat, would love to hear about uh, your dream, right? And we can make it happen. Appreciate you, Lisa. And again, this is Ramon Ray with The Rundown with Ramon. You can get to know me better at RamonRay.com or look on YouTube, look on Facebook, look on your nearest fax machine. I don't know, wherever you like to look. I produce a lot of information to help you build your business or live a better life and bring you amazing guests like Lisa Ely. Thanks, Lisa, for being with us today.